What's up, party people? Welcome to a very special edition of the Jackson County Podcast. This is going to be day one in the Get Into Your Body uh, mini workshop. It's going to be five days. We're going to do five parts over the course of the next two weeks in celebration of the official beta launch of the Jackson Anatomy course. Um, it's open today, March 6th, until March 19th. So for the next two weeks, I'm going to be dropping five podcast episodes of the Get Into Your Body series, and they're just going to be like little mini workshops um, teaching you guys about your body anatomically and spiritually so you can get like a little taste of what it's going to be like if you sign up for the course. Um, if you're interested in signing up for the course, you can go right now to my website, jacksanatomy.com, J-A-C-K-K-S, anatomy, and you can sign up there. There's a page with all the info about it. Yeah, let's get into it. This morning, I tried to record this podcast and they were jackhammering outside my building and it was honestly so terrible. It was stressing me out so much. Um, my little autistic ADHD neurodivergent brain just it was not working for me I get so easily overwhelmed by sounds and you could hear the sound in the background anyway it's a long-ended way of saying that I am now recording this at night uh trusting in the universe that even though this is now technically like a day behind schedule oh my goodness sorry my cat's freaking out anyway uh, technically now this is like a day behind schedule of the schedule that I made up, but for whatever reason, the energy was not there this morning. So we trust the process. I feel much more calm, cool, and collected now. I'm naturally a night owl anyway, so I don't know why I thought I could do this in the morning. Anyway, for today's topic, for day one of the Get Into Your Body series is going to be the lungs and breath. And we're going to talk about the actual anatomy of it and then the spirituality of it um so your lungs are very vital organs obviously um to your well-being you have two they sit on either side of your heart in your chest deep to your rib cage um you the right lung has three lobes, the left lung has two lobes because your heart sits slightly to the left in your chest, so there's like a little bit less room over there. Um, it starts, I would say, okay, like the respiratory tract would really start with your trachea, which is like your windpipe. That's like if you touch your neck and you can feel there's, you know, a structure there with Uh, firm rings there's you know c-shaped cartilaginous rings that line your trachea so that your windpipe stays open so that you can breathe because breathing is essential people can only live without breathing for like i don't know probably three minutes on average unless you're fucking kate winslet in avatar and you can do it for seven minutes but you would like really have to train for that anyway trachea goes all the way down into your probably about like mid chest area like behind your sternum it then bifurcates into the main bronchi and then from there they just get smaller and smaller and smaller branches out think of how a tree i mean it's you know it's honestly just goes to show how synchronous the whole universe is whereas like trees are the lungs of the earth and trees literally do look like our lungs like the tree trunk is the trachea and then it 
has all of its branches, which would be like the bronchi, which then branch out into smaller and smaller branches. And then there's little leaves, which would be like the alveoli of your lung. Alveoli are the microscopic functional unit of the lung. It's like the little, the smallest component. Um, and then, yeah, if you get into the microscopics, if you look at lung tissue under a scope, it literally just looks like air pockets for the most part. The cells are very thin and it just looks like a mesh, not mesh, uh, kind of a honeycomb network, but it's predominantly air. And actually, if you see a lot of tissue in there, that's usually when you're going to be having more of a problem because it's usually like alveoli are one cell thick because that's how, because it has, you know, carbon dioxide and oxygen has to diffuse across. So it can't be like this super thick wall, right? Um, your lungs are lined by what's called respiratory epithelium or pseudostratified columnar epithelium, which is really just a fancy way to say a layer of tissue cells that look like they're layered, but they're not. They're columnar in shape, which means they just have, they look, you know, they're little like rectangles. And then they have cilia on them, which are like these little hairs on the end of them, which allows for the mucus lining of your lungs and respiratory tract to move up and down, which is how um, things get out because your lungs are actually a very important excretory organ like they're important for getting waste out of your body I think so often we just focus on like how they're for breathing oxygen in but it's equally as important if not more that your lungs dispel of carbon dioxide as well as whatever particles and shit are in the air that you breathe in all day long that gets expelled out through the Oh, it's called the mucociliary, mucociliary, wow, I cannot talk, mucociliary escalator, which is just the little mucus lining of the upper part of your respiratory tract, like your trachea and the things I was talking about in the beginning. And that's how your lungs expel out all the like dust and just little nasty particles that you breathe in all day that your body does not want to absorb. Um, yes, at the cellular level, the lungs are responsible for the exchange of oxygen and carbon dioxide. So the cells in your, uh, hemoglobin in your blood will take in oxygen and then give out carbon dioxide because that's the byproduct of most of the metabolic processes in your body. And through that, actually, your lungs are a significant regulator of the pH level of your blood, which is the amount of how acidic or how basic your blood is. So blood can only really ever be a pH of, I think it's 7.4, and it really can't stray too far from that. Otherwise, you're going to get pretty fucked up pretty fast. You can't get too acidic. You can't get too basic. And if you have too much carbon dioxide in your lungs, it's going to get too basic. Yeah, sorry, not too much CO2 in your lungs, but too much CO2 in your blood, which would happen if your lungs are not working properly, like if you're not breathing properly, or actually if you hyperventilate. The problem isn't that you can't get enough air, it's really that you're not getting the air out. That's actually the problem. And that's actually the main driving force for breathing is not that you need 
Like it's not your body being like, hey, we need to get this oxygen in. It's really your body being like, hey, we need to get this CO2 out. That's what kind of drives breathing, which is controlled by your, you know, lower brain parts, the parts of your brain that you're not conscious of, which is very beneficial. Because could you imagine how tiring life would be if you had to think about breathing and your heart rate and your digestion and all of that stuff all the time? Like we would not get very far. In regards to how lung tissue looks and feels, um, it's very spongy. It's, yeah, it's just kind of like a weird wet sponge. That's the best way to describe it. Um, But it's a little more fragile than like the sponge that you have in your kitchen sink. But it is, it's very soft and very spongy tissue when it's fresh or when it's fixed. So that's your lungs. And then let's talk about breathing because breathing obviously is essential to you being alive, but breathing is a very important part of spirituality, I think. It's honestly usually the easiest and quickest way to ground yourself into the present moment, to get into meditation, to calm yourself down. I mean, think about it. If anything, even if you're not trying to be like meditating or having a spiritual experience, if you're just like freaking out or something, the first thing anyone will tell you is just let's take a deep breath, right? Because it's just like this grounding, like pause in your panic thoughts or whatever's going on is for you to just be like, (sighs) right? And then if you get more into spirituality, you can learn how to use your breath much more consciously and much more intentionally to connect you to spirit, divine, God, universe, whatever you want to say. Um, I really, one of the most important modalities that I have learned over the past year or so is the practice of breath work. So breath work is Um, a practice where you intentionally kind of alter your breathing patterns to it's it's a mental game as much as it's a physical game and then depending on if you're what you're doing like there's Wim Hof he has like a short breath work practice which is where I would start out with if you haven't ever done it before because it can get really intense Um, and he has just like guided videos on YouTube Or you can go have like breathwork sessions in person with people and it's basically you, it's kind of like a meditation. It's, it's a very, um, it's a sacred thing to do. Like it's not something that you're just going to be like sitting, doing while you're driving or something. Like you need to be laying down. You need to be in a safe space. You need to be set intentions and it's like a very intentional thing. Um, you can go like I said, you can go to a place where someone will facilitate the process for you because if you've never done it before, it's going to be weird. Um, And it literally is just you lay down and you just breathe into your belly and then into your chest and then you exhale. So you breathe into the belly, breathe into the chest, and then you exhale at a relatively rapid rate. I mean, you're going to start out slow and then slowly increase it. And what you're doing is you're forcing more oxygen into your body than it wants and that is going to set off all kinds of you're going to get like a weird 
I mean, you can have all different kinds of experiences, but you get like a body high, like you can have tingling in your arms and legs, your whole body can feel like you're vibrating. Some people have visions. For some people, it's as uh, curative or it's similar to a plant medicine experience. Um, It can get real deep real fast. Almost every time that I do it, I cry. I can feel the energy being released from my body in certain areas. It's the best release of just whatever the fuck is going on. It doesn't even have to be this super deep, you know, I saw God experience. It can just be you releasing a fight you had with someone the other day. Or, But if you've never done it before, it is going to be pretty intense for the first time. And um, I am going to get certified in breathwork in the future so that I can officially uh, facilitate and hold that space for people. As of right now, I am not. So I can just advise you into places that you can go if you want to practice this. Um, There are also, you know, counterindications like don't do breathwork if you're pregnant or if you have any like serious health issues. You have breathing issues, obviously, if you have like heart issues. Um, You guys know your body. You know what you're capable of. But Again, if you haven't ever done anything like it, I would definitely just start with Wim Hof because it's, he's pretty, I mean, he's intense and he's honestly fun, but he has like short 10 minute sessions and then just know with whatever you decide you want to do. I'm not sure really if there's actually, I'm sure actually, okay, never mind. I haven't found any breathwork sessions on YouTube, but I'm sure there are some. Um, I've only ever done it with Manifestation Babe with Catherine Zankina. She's the one who introduced it to me. Um, And then she had guided ones in her program. And then I just kind of branched out on my own and started doing my own because I know how to do it now. Um, It's definitely not the same, though, if you do it yourself because you're not going to. Well, it depends on who you are. I just know that I don't usually push myself as hard unless I do it with someone guiding me. Um... Wow, I got sidetracked and I forgot my point. Oh, I remembered. Um, Your body, it's going to feel weird. You're going to feel like tingling. You're going to feel, you might get cramps in your hands and your feet and your extremities. Uh, You might feel high. You might feel pain in certain areas of your body. You will probably cry. You might, you can have all kinds of releases. You might want to fall asleep. You might want to, and like all of these things can all indicate just different blockages, different things that are coming up for you. Um, so it's very, it's like, it's a very interesting process and it's unique to everyone. It's unique to every time you do it. And it's definitely something that it's not like a one and done. Um, I do, I'm trying to put myself on a schedule right now of doing it once a week. Right now I'm doing it about, I would say once every two weeks, but I, it's like exercise. It's like one of those things that just, you have to constantly do it to continuously release all the stuff that gets built up. And again, if you don't like it, that's fine too. If it's not, you know, it doesn't resonate with you, then that's fine. I'm going to teach you all kinds of different things. I'm just, I personally really like breath work. It's a very, very healing process for me. It's really nice for me to just get into my body, to get out of my thoughts get out of my head and to just release stuck energy and stuck emotion. And if you don't want to do, you know, a full extensive breathwork practice, 
you can just do simple meditations with your breath and you can just, you know, like I said, your breath is so important for excreting things that you no longer need. So you can just do affirmations. Like every time you breathe in, you can breathe in and be like, I'm breathing in everything I need. I'm letting go. Every time you breathe out, I'm letting go of everything I don't need. You can get more into it than that. Every time you breathe in, you're like, I'm whatever affirmation you're working with. I'm confident. I'm a millionaire, whatever. And then everything you, every time you breathe out, you let go. Like I release all my limiting beliefs. I release all the things that are no longer serving me. Um, it's really just try a bunch of different stuff and then see what you like, see what works. Like don't do shit that you hate. Don't do something that you're like, oh, well, she said I should do breath work and then you try it and you hate it. Okay, don't do that. Try something else. Um, but your breath is so powerful and it really is just the easiest and quickest way to anchor yourself back into the present moment, which is all that there ever is. And so I do this all the time at work because I get so wound up at work with shit and I just take a pause, take a deep breath. And then take another one and it just kind of brings you back, brings you out of whatever spiral of shit thoughts I was on or whatever's going on and just brings you back into the moment. And another point I wanted to make is that so many of us nowadays with the way society is and everything, uh, we don't really breathe properly anymore. (laughs) Everyone kind of breathes really shallow and we breathe mostly into our chest and, um, It's actually more beneficial if you breathe from your belly, like into your belly, into your diaphragm, like get that whole process going. Like when you breathe in, your belly should expand, not just your chest. Okay. And again, that's not something that you're going to be able to fix, you know, overnight because breathing is not a conscious process. And obviously most of the time, most of us are wrapped up in our shit and we're not focusing on it. But the more that you can bring awareness to it, the more that you can be like, taking a couple of deep belly breaths every, I don't know, twice a day instead of never, or, you know, maybe you start doing it twice an hour or something. Just the more you can bring awareness to this, the more that you're going to bring awareness into your body and into what you're feeling and into your internal state and into your energy field of your body instead of just living exclusively in your mind. So yeah, that's my little mini lesson for you guys on lungs and breathing, breath work. Stay tuned for day two of the Get Into Your Body series. Um, I've decided I'm going to be a little mysterious about it and I'm not going to tell you exactly when it's going to drop. So you're just going to have to keep checking. And then you're also, if you follow me on social, I'll post the link. Um, I will tell you that there are going to be, I'll give you some hints. (laughs) Like I said, there's going to be five total over the course of the next two weeks. I'm going to do three this week and two next week. That's the plan. But also I might not stick to that because I really do just do these when the energy is there. So if the energy is not there, I'm not going to do it, but I will promise you that I will do five. How about that? Um, so if you liked this, please rate and review And then again, Jack's Anatomy is officially open. It's time. It's happening. So I'm only taking 10 people. If you want to be one of those 10 people, go sign up right now. Um, Jacksonatomy.com is where you can find out all of the info. And I can't wait to see you guys inside.